Welcome back to Women of Influence. I apologize for the unplanned hiatus. It's been, as I'm sure is true for many of you, a crazy time. But after a few months of catching up to COVID, covering social unrest and conversations about racial justice in Columbus, and finding occasional time for a few days out of the home office, we're getting back in the swing of things here at Columbus Business First. Today we'll be sharing a snippet of my conversation with Jody Bear, the Chief Innovation Officer at the Columbus Airport. Jody started her job earlier this year, just before the air travel industry was disrupted more than almost any other by the coronavirus pandemic. You'll have to wait for next week's full episode to hear more from Jody on how she's handled that. But in today's preview episode, we wanted to share a bit of our conversation about her experiences coming up as a woman in the technology industry. Before that, though, I'll make up for the weeks away by sharing two reading recommendations, one a bit more serious than the other. The first is an article from The Lily on a new Washington University in St. Louis study. The study's conclusion is one many of you probably won't find shocking, as the pandemic has wreaked havoc on the availability of childcare and schooling. Moms have reduced their working hours four to five times more than dads have. The story quotes one of the study's co-authors, who argues the disparity will likely lead to women leaving the workforce in droves and could also trigger mass layoffs for women as companies are faced to make hard choices. So that's great. I'm curious how you listeners have handled the childcare conundrum amid the pandemic and what you're looking at for the fall. Feel free to shoot me a note via email, Twitter, or LinkedIn, and perhaps I'll do an update episode as we approach the start of school. But if you're looking for something a bit more upbeat, I also have an extremely light reading recommendation, The Air Affair, the sequel to The Royal We. These books are effectively Kate and William fan fiction, except in this case, it was the heir to the throne that married an American, not the second in line. In full disclosure, I am not fully convinced these books are good, but they are eminently readable, and I'm eager to find more people to discuss whether or not Bex is the worst, or that's just my own internalized misogyny speaking. Please read both books and report back. And now, here's a sample of our conversation with Jody. Well, this is kind of a general question, and stumbling back a little bit to the more about your career, but in your time in, in technology, you can, this is a pretty general question, like I said, so really take this in any direction you want, but what's been your experience? Um, you know, it's certainly a sector that's thought of as male-dominated. Have you felt you know, have you been aware of being the only woman in, woman in the room at times, um, or or has that not really been a, a factor on your career and your development? Well, most definitely earlier in my career, that was a thing. So my my career took off in the '90s. You know, mid to late '90s, it was largely men, and still I would say is is dominated by men. But I'm seeing more and more women go into the IT field especially as data and um, analytics become a part of the technology portfolio, there's, I see more women coming into, into the field. Many of times I noticed, you know, that I was the only woman in the room. And what's, you know, interesting about that experience is when you're the only woman, even though I was of peer status, men would look to me to be the one to take the notes in the meeting or order lunch if it was a lunch meeting. It's just, or, you know, in, in terms of uh, like going outside of work and doing things, I would find out about all my male counterparts going out to a happy hour, but I wasn't invited to come along. So mm -hmm. there's definitely examples where I can point to feeling like I'm different, you know, like I'm, I'm, 
clearly um, being asked to do different things or not being included in different things that are happening because I'm one that doesn't look like the other, I guess. How would you handle those situations or, or in retrospect, do you maybe wish you'd have handled some of those types of things differently? I'm not a huge, uh, I'm a disruptor in, in some regard when it comes to technology and pushing the boundaries, but when it comes to those type of experiences, I would just, I would be aware of them and mm -hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't say much. I would just, just roll with it. I would say, especially because I was younger, you know, I was in my mid to late twenties and still finding my voice. Now, if those circumstances were to happen, I would um, suggest that somebody else take the notes in the meeting, mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's somebody else's turn, you know, or mm -hmm. invite myself along. You know, I've definitely mm -hmm. found the confidence in myself at, at this point in my life to, if I'm feeling excluded or I'm not being invited, but I'd like to be a part of something, I'll just say, hey, would you mind if I join? Mm -hmm. um, where maybe in my younger years, didn't feel that the confidence to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's definitely a challenge for, especially for women, but for people across industries when you're younger, it's hard to, to kind of make that space for yourself.